Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Should I Watch That with Janet and Sean. I'm, uh, this is a little bit different intro than what we typically have. Uh, unfortunately, um, our last episode, uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulties with uh, the first part of our podcast, so uh, we lost the first uh, few minutes of it, um, where we typically do our little intro thing, so... I uh, appreciate you listening, but this episode we're going to be just jumping right into the reviews that we've done. Um, again, you can reach us at should I watch that 21 at gmail.com, and we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. But again, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties, but uh, we do have the reviews, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into those. So thanks a lot. Okay, so this week, three more movies we're going to uh, review. Um, one of them is one of them on Netflix. Was one? No, of them they're all in theaters. They're all in theaters. Yes. Okay. Okay. That, uh, the fact that I thought one of them was on Netflix probably speaks to how I feel about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. We'll discuss that when we get to it because it's not the first movie we're going to talk about. I think I can guess what you're talking about. <laughs> the first one we're going to talk about is. Big, big franchise, tentpole release, Marvel phase four, another movie in that. And that would be introduction of a new character in Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings. That's quite the mouthful, is it not? Uh, that's what she said. Yes, As opposed I knew you were to- going to Thank you. As opposed to Shang-Chi colon, colon the legend of the Ten Rings. Then it would be on Lifetime. If it oh, was on. that's right. That's, that's right. They the do the colon movies. movies. Yeah, understood. Understood. So, Marvel Studios, uh, another movie. The 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 next one in the list uh, past uh, Black Widow, I believe, is the last one we saw. But mm-hmm. that one is sort of a flashback, if you will. So it's not Origin really story. If you yeah, will. I mean, it's not really part of the, I guess, going forward continuity because you know, as we know, what happened to Black Widow in the last Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this was sort of telling a backstory that it maybe has long since been overdue. I don't know, but this introduces an entirely new character. Um, and it is basically an origin movie and an origin tale. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it tells a lot. It comes in at two hours and 12 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a bunch of folks in it that I think I think you might be more familiar with because I think some of the movies this guy's been in I haven't seen yet because I <laughs> that would be well, Janet's companion. That would be the dogs. That would be dogs. <laughs> so sorry, so That's sorry. Right. It happens. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't the main star? Wasn't he in Crazy Rich Asians? No, was he? Uh, wasn't no. Okay. That was the actor um, who played in Snake Eyes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we were yeah. talking about that, mm-hmm. I think, post game, and and that's why it stuck yes. into my head. So. Yeah. So, and I'm going to mispronounce his name. My apologies to everyone who knows how to pronounce it. Simu Liu, I believe. It, to me, he's best known for um, the character of Jung Kim on a, a an a, incredible show on Netflix. Incredible called Kim's Convenience. Oh. Um. I. It's. I need to little, add that to the queue little dramedy if you will um i think there are four or five seasons it's it ran it started in 2016 um but it's about a korean family living in canada who um owns a convenience store and so it's about mom and dad and the kids you know who are like college age or older at this point um 
it's really, really like heartwarming. And I don't usually do heartwarming. You do not. Um, no. Yeah. So he, he did, he was, a, he did a great job on the TV show. Um, and he was also in the TV series taken, not the movie, but oh. the TV series. Was the TV series still about a man with a particular set of skills? Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. I, I watched some of it, but it lost my interest. But yes. Yeah. But he, he does a great job as Sean or clearly spells it differently. Than oh, well, spelled it, spelled it wrong. He spelled it wrong. Um, yes. uh, or Shang-Chi, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. He did a great job though. Uh, did you know his, are you familiar with uh, his, his buddy, Katie played by Aquafina? I am. Um, she, I, she always makes me laugh. Everything I see her in, she makes me laugh. Jumanji, the next level. She was in crazy rich Asians. Okay. Um, she was in oceans eight. Um, she, yeah, she's, she's done a, a lot of other stuff, bit roles here and there, but she, I, she had one moment in the movie that I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Like to the point where I think people were staring at me. Um, happens on occasion, so we can we'll get to that. But yeah, I I really liked her in the movie. Yeah, those are kind of your two main um, uh, characters in the movie. Of course, the the since it is an origin story, um, y- you meet his uh, father, his mother. He has a sister, um, and it's sort of the the tale of. I guess how the kids came to be, how the mom and dad met, um, under sort of mystic Kung Fu circumstances. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, the, the, the people that played uh, the person that played his dad, um, which I, I'm going to, which is Tony long. I think I'm going to butcher these names. I know, uh, I, I've read that he's sort of in, in other in another country, he's sort of like movie royalty. He's like a really big name. We American really? folks may not know him as well, but uh, but he's like big time in okay. you know a- Asian cinema. Um, and then you've got uh, Michelle Yeoh, who's in there in the latter part of the movie. And um, um, well, she well, she was also in uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, so anyway, so you know, it's a Marvel movie. Um, took the kids. Well, I took mm-hmm. two of my kids and one mm-hmm. of my kids' friends. So you, you kind of, I mean, at this point, you kind of know, I think, the formula going in, yes. uh, what it's going to be. But the first thing I said when, to my kids whenever this movie was over was that f- 90% of it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it was yeah. a bad thing. Um, they really... Uh, I will give them credit. They did a good job of focusing on establishing the characters in this universe and establishing these new characters. They didn't spend a great deal of time giving a lot of fan service to movies that had come prior. I mean, you get just a couple of eyedroppers of Mm -hmm. stuff where they reference, you know, oh, we live in a world now where people can, you know, pop in and pop out. And, you know, you see a character or two from past movies, which is cool. It gives you that connective tissue, mm-hmm. but they didn't beat you over the head with it. And right. uh, the only reason I say that is because in Marvel Phase 3, when they were building up to Infinity War and Endgame and Civil War, and that was cool and I liked it, but all the movies got to be so interconnected and mm-hmm. intertwined and intertangled with one another as they were building towards this big you know, two movie blockbuster with all of these characters. 
it was kind of refreshing, I thought, to sit there and watch, okay, we're really going to focus on these people and see something kind of new. Yes. And so. Well, and, and honestly, you don't, I, and I don't want to say I forgot that it was a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but I kind of did until uh, the ones, like right before he has to fight someone right. in the cage match. Right. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. I know you. Um, right. And then Ben Kingsley shows up. Right. Uh, and I had completely forgotten that he was in. Yeah. Iron Man 3. The, oh, yeah. yeah. I knew that you would know because I yeah. don't. Um, and then, of course, you know, after the credits roll, there's a scene. Right. And, uh, with more yeah. people. With right. the, Again, provide, you know, after credits, I'm okay. And, you know, I'm okay with it in the movie. But after credits, I, that's where you sort of gotten. That was sort of old school Marvel is that the movie focused on the characters in and of themselves. Like I remember like the first ones that they made Iron Man and Thor and Hulk and all the ones that they made way back when in 2008 and such. It was those bonus scenes that had the movie crossover characters that were, you know, that you really nerded out over uh, until they got to the point where it was like, okay, everybody's in everybody else's movie. Right. And, um, and, uh, and so that's why it was really, you know, kind of old school. So, I mean, it's, uh, and it's pretty much a, a a straight up martial arts movie too. Until you get like to the last third, there is still martial arts, but that's they really save the fantastical stuff until mm-hmm. like the final battle. Yes, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of throwbacks to Bruce Lee. There's a lot of throwbacks to Jackie Chan. A whole bunch. Really? Of oh yeah, the whole really? the, the fight scene with the on the scaffolding. Yes. Um, outside the fight club thing. That's, uh-huh. that's totally from Jackie Chan movies. Cause it was really? sort of, yeah, it's, you know, cause Jackie Chan not only did martial arts, but he, he introduced sort of a lot of, I don't want comedy. Yeah. Acrobatics, but also sort of comedy of like seeing the face when they fall and they hit, you know, the scaffolding. Oh, and this board pops up and hits the next guy that's coming to you in the face uh-huh. kind of thing. And, um, the, the fight on the bus, that was, that was Bruce Lee. Oh my God. The fight on the bus. I, I honestly, at one point I was like, is it CGI or is it real? Yeah. It, they did a, yeah. It was really, it real? I, a lot of it was, but of course, you know, well, I mean, you know, the, the razor arm, sword for right. an arm yeah. <laughs> razor <laughs> arm or whatever, razor not real, or whatever. <laughs> but, but, uh, I, I, I had a hard time discerning okay what's real and what's so i mean good on them yeah and he was because i know in kim's convenience he plays kind of a doofus but Mm -hmm. he works out and he's you know really whatever and in this movie like he starts out so demure almost or just innocent kind of and then all of a sudden on the bus you know the bad guys attack and next thing you know like he's like kung fighting with yeah um but yeah it, 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 <laughs> but it, i mean it was everybody was every, <laughs> everybody was. everybody was kung fu fighting and then everybody wang chung afterward right. um but it was amazing yeah it was i mean it great, was such a great scene it was it was it was refreshing and they did it was sort of a nice little build-up towards the, the towards the fantastical i saw a lot of nods uh from former martial arts movies if you've ever seen uh crouching tiger hidden dragon from way back yes i actually made, was, a, made a note about that yes yeah there was there was a lot of that with his uh with his mom and with his dad had how did you feel about there's a lot of going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth in time. 
How did you um, feel about that? Sometimes that distracts me. I, it wasn't totally distracting. You know, could they have cut some of that out and still kept my interest? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, cause there were some times with the flashbacks, I was like, uh, okay, right. dad trained you to be an assassin, blah, blah, you know, whatever, move on. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, maybe that could have, they could have cut back on that a little bit. Yeah. But, and, um, I, I, I will, I will say in the first five minutes, you know, I was excited when I saw the Marvel logo. I'm a nerd. So I literally like uh-huh. all the Marvel movies, but then <laughs> when they start the movie out with, a long time ago, there was a mystic <laughs> man who had 10 rings. Some say he found like, oh man, I hate over the air exposition and stuff like that. I, I might've would have liked to see perhaps how he found the rings. Uh, maybe it's not important because he just, his dad just has them. This weapon, he, his dad has them mm-hmm. and it makes it. So he's what? 2000 years old or something. I mean, he's yeah. been around a long time, long time. Um, and there's not really any sort of uh, uh, anything other than what four, three or four minutes of explaining that he's the world's most badass criminal overlord there ever was or ever will be, kind of thing. Until he meets the right gal, <laughs> <laughs> and she just turned it all around know, for him. So love conquers all, Sean. Well, okay, I know. Whatever. Thaw oh. your ice cold heart, will you? <laughs> But you make a good point. If he was the biggest baddie of all the badasses ever in the history of the world, why haven't any of the Marvel characters why haven't we had heard to of him? fight him? Well, you <laughs> like, know. Like, they, are he and Thanos like, oh, no, you take the world for a while. No, I'll take the world for a while. Well, which is, which is, a, which is a part that they sort of alluded to, which I, in a good way, because I was like, no, wait a minute, the Ten Rings. We've seen the Ten Rings before. They were all the way back in Iron Man. That, oh, that was well, I, Yeah, the Ten Rings were the people that kidnapped, supposedly kidnapped Iron Man in the very first movie. Really? And, and held him to ransom. Yeah, that was the Ten okay. Rings. I trust. And uh, and also there was a reference to them in Iron Man 3, you know, and but then there was a throwaway thing where uh, Shang-Chi's dad was like, you know, people have, you know, usurped our name and used our name and, you know said, you know, called people the Mandarin, they, like we would be afraid of an orange or something, which was a, a reference back to the other movies, but made me think, okay, people must have heard about him, but maybe he's so key at, you know, so good at being low key behind the scenes, but really super, uber duper powerful or something, maybe. Or maybe he did all his bad stuff so long ago because he's well, been around yeah. for so long that by the time the Marvel characters are coming into play. He's he just stopped being like, right. Yeah. He's, he's like ne- Netflix and chill with a wife and kids. Right. He stopped being bad, which he, which, yeah. you know, which is they did sort of say. And, and, uh, and people did use the name because, Oh, well, we haven't heard this bad guy in a long time. Hey, let's use that trademark and, mm-hmm. and, and go from it. So, well, th- honestly, th- the fight scene, if you will, when he meets the woman who is his going to be his wife, Mm-hmm. to me was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it was it, neat. Was, yeah. It, was it Kung Fu? I don't know. Was it dancing? I mean, it's sort but of it was like dancing. Was dan- right. But then it was a little crouching tiger, hidden dragon, last airbender. Right. Stuff going on. I just sat there with like stars in my eyes watching that. It was amazing. Right. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, 
it you know, and it and it really served to to put a nice little structure to the story, you know, about you know narratively where they went because, um, you know, he was bad, he was good, and then I think the reveal of sort of how he became bad again um, mm-hmm. with what happened with his wife, I think that could have been told a little bit earlier into the movie, maybe. Um, because I, I felt like they gave us that piece of information uh, a little bit too late. Um, well, and they could have done it a little bit more quickly than they did it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get to the point, but. And cinematically, the only, the only other, the only other sort of weird thing that I saw in the movie that I didn't think narratively made a lot of sense was, okay, there's a, there's a big final battle um, where you've got, you know, this group, this army that's from this mystical place that are taking on the big bad that's in the movie. And, and this and, would be um, Shang-Chi's mother's people. Right. Who right. live in a magical place. Right. A mystical that place that's hard to get away. to. Hidden yes. away. And they, and they are, they have to fight. Um, and it looked like to me, whenever they said, okay, we're getting ready to fight. It looked like there was 30 people there, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yet, you know, at towards the end of the movie, when they were all honoring the dead or the fallen, you know, the, with, with the little lanterns on the water that, you know, that is tradition a lot of times in that culture. I was like, man, there weren't that many people that were out there, you know? And I think, it, I think narratively, I think they should have done more of a wide shot because honestly, I was like, I was like all right, we're getting ready to fight. And I'm like, man, you're getting ready to fight this all horribly bad person. And I know you've got advanced weapons and your super duper, no secret Kung Fu stuff, but it looked like there was 30 people there that were getting ready to fight. And I'm like, and when they let the lanterns go into the water, there were like There's 150. <laughs> There's like a lot of them. Like, where'd all those people come from? But they, they were in hiding during the time. I don't but know. I, I don't know. Small yeah. gripe, small gripe. So yeah. now I did have a moment and I don't, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, I guess. Um, yeah, well, we kind of said some mild spoilers. Some, but. Well, so there is a snakish dragonish like creature with red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what was up with the red? Anyway, when it comes out of the water <laughs> and it, it, I I was like, dang, it's Khaleesi. Come to join. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Khaleesi. Like I had one of those moments. Wow. Where like, nah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, how, how many different things can you do with a dragon? I know, I know. I mean, at least, at least cosmetically, it was kind of different. So. It was significantly different, but to uh, me, the, the concept was still there, and it like I, I laughed to myself. But but it did. The movie did leave me when it was over. I was I was excited to I, I, to see the. I'm excited to see the character more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to make a sequel. I don't, or if they're just going to incorporate him, you know, into the you know the next big buildup. You know, whatever it is they're going to do. I was, ex- but I mean, when it was over, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm excited to see how he sort of meshes and molds with Spider-Man and, mm-hmm. you know, all the other folks that are, that are going to be left in the MCU and the people that they're going to introduce. Um, I, I think it's sort of a, a fresh way to go. And that surprises me as a franchise, you know, as a movie franchise now that we're what, 25 films in deep or 26 films or who knows I, how many films we are. I, I got into my head. I couldn't tell you. So I'll yeah. I mean, them. we're in the, we're in the twenties. I know, but, um, but I mean, uh, once again, I'm sort of impressed with Marvel to be able to, 
you know, let me see something that, that I haven't seen yet in all of these movies and Mm -hmm. have a character that I, you know, generally like now, if it makes any difference that when it was over, uh, my, uh, youngest son, he told me, he said, that's the third best Marvel movie that's ever been made. So he's indeed, I'm like, really? And he's like, well, what's number one and number two. And he said, well, number one is the second Spider-Man movie, the far from home where he did with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio and that, that movie. He said, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And he said, number two was Dr. Strange. And he said, this is number three. Wow. And I was like, wow. From the mouths of babes. I know that's high praise indeed from a teenager. So uh, huh. I don't know. I don't know if I'd, yeah, I don't know if I'd have it that high, but I mean, that's the question we got to ask. Where do you, where do you think on the pantheon of all things Marvel? Is this upper, is this upper third, upper half? Lower half, lower third, what? So, okay, so first, like I said, Gun to Head couldn't tell you how many there have right. been. Have I seen all of them? I'm pretty sure I probably yeah, have. have. Thanks, Darren. Um, do I remember a whole lot about any of mm-hmm. them? Not necessarily. Right. But I don't know that I recall walking out of one thinking so positively about the movie. All right. And how much I enjoyed it because it wasn't a superhero movie. To it me. didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Right. Right. It just felt like a good martial arts movie. Yes. Which I up really until the end where it got kind of, it got kind of cosmic there towards the yeah. end, you know, with what he was doing with you know, yeah. swinging around the weapons and such. So <laughs> he took to the weapons pretty quickly too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if, if I had to say on first impressions, I would say this is, this is definitely upper half. I would say this is probably upper 25% for me yeah. in terms of how much I enjoyed it. <clears throat> because again, it was, it was a pretty good throwback to, you know, to how they started it all. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's, and, and as shocking as I am to say this, cause I've watched the, the trailer for the next Spider-Man movie and my kids are went gaga over that. They can't wait to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, that's got, some more intertwining the next Spider-Man movie of, you know, other characters that that are working together again. Um, I was just surprised that I enjoyed sort of a singular character movie so well. Mm -hmm. And um, do you think, do you think that they're going to move towards Katie and Shang Lee being an item or do you think that there's uh, really, yeah, they're not going to, it seemed like they were solidly just kind of buddies, but I don't know if they're going to move towards that at all. Well, I, I mean, you don't get on a plane yeah. at spur of the moment, and who can afford a ticket to be on honest and fly <laughs> to China with your buddy? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> but I, I have to say, my, my favorite part of the movie is so they they're having dinner. Um, so Sean and Katie, they're yes. having dinner with some friends, and <clears throat> he's talking about like like his first day at school or something. And some guy was bullying him and she saw it happening. So she runs up and gets between them and starts singing Hotel California. And they were like, why did you do that? And she's like, it's the art of confusion. It always works on stupid people. You know, and they had a big laugh about it. So later on in the movie, when things are getting scary and there is a bad guy getting ready to do something to Sean. (laughs) And I was not expecting it. She comes running up and literally gets right in front of the guy with a sword or something. And she starts singing on a dark desert highway. <laughs> I, and she can't sing and she was yelling it. And I 
I could not stop laughing. Oh, she I, was singing now. She was not singing well, but boy, she was belting she it was out. Sing- I could not stop laughing. And I f- had a moment where I was like, there's no one else in this theater who appreciates that humor yeah. like I do. And I think I need to rein it in. And there was a nice callback at the end of the movie to that too. That, yes. So, you know, loved it. So stay loved for your, them. stay uh, as always two bonus scenes, stay for your bonus scenes at this uh-huh. point. You should know this. Yes. Um, we've, we've taught you better. So yes. Okay. Um, did, did you think his, I mean, I guess she was necessary, but did you, I, I, the only thing I say is I think his sister kind of got the character kind of got lost a little bit in the narrative. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because she was clearly as gifted as Shang Chi was, you know, and I think there was a little bit of a, I, I think her in the movie served the, mainly the purpose of the second bonus scene at the end of the credits, because she made such a big point about how her dad was like, "You're not going to learn anything because you are female." Uh-huh. And yet she said, Oh, I learned it all anyway by watching what you were doing and mirroring mm-hmm. you. And then there's a there's there's a definite thing that they make sure that they show you in the mm-hmm. second bonus scene that sort of pays that off. But other than that, um I, I think she could have been maybe given a little bit more to do, but I mean, you're introducing so many characters. I mean, maybe that's a small gripe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean and and I think there at the end with the final battle, you know, they were like, remember who you are and right. fight like a man or whatever. You know, so she did her part, but I, I think she also probably recognized that her brother was the one. But that needed to confront the, their dad or something needed to yeah, be Yeah, that needed yeah. To, to step up. And I think like maybe it was she was showing respect for that. Yeah. Still I fighting. Mean, I mean, they 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 both yeah. still played a big role in the end, but yeah, but um, but we'll, we're but we're definitely going to see her again, so uh, it'll okay. be interesting. I, well, if, I'm glad because I liked her with the whole thing she was doing with the rope. With the rope, the, yeah. What the what was that all about? Yeah. I don't even know what she was doing, but it was amazing. It was so fun, fun. to watch. Yeah, lots of different types of techniques and stuff that they used, yeah. and um, so uh, definitely a movie that surprised me. I went in, you know, it's a Marvel movie, so I usually go in with pretty high hopes, but I, I knew so little about this character because I think he might have even been created back whenever Bruce Lee was in his heyday. And it's sort oh, of really? a response to that. It's, you oh. know, jumping on that sort of Kung Fu bandwagon madness mm-hmm. that we had whenever he was such a popular actor. So anyway, fun movie. I, I, I think we're ready to call it here. Well, one quick question for you. Yes. Um, what did you think about the furry chicken dog without a face, whatever, whatever. I mean, at that, I mean, that, that whole thing with, with him and, and Ben Kingsley was, it's meant to be a tie in. It's meant to be a little bit of comic relief. Uh, maybe they want to sell a toy. I, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. Oh, sell a toy. Didn't even think about it, you know, but I don't, I, yeah. I mean, it, it was fine. I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't detract from the movie. But I, I, right, right. And I didn't think it was needed. And if you, and if you're somebody, if you're a nerd like me, that's probably seen all the movies five times at least. (laughs) I mean, it was, again, it was a callback to, uh, um, uh, his character in Iron Man three. And also there was a short that, that you can watch on Disney plus a Marvel short that they made way back when, again, with it, when his character was in prison. So, you know, again, it was a little wink, wink fan service nod to, to people that have, you know, saw Iron Man three. Okay. uh, Gotcha. But uh, take it or leave it. 
So, yeah. so all anyway. right. Okay. So Janet, yes. Shang Chi, and and the legend of the ten rings. Ten rings, not nine. I mean, what if it was eleven and you had to wear six on one hand and five on the other? Wouldn't that be weird? Oh, that would God. really mess with OCD people. See, they would never <laughs> do that because to me, the whole the culture is all about balance and feng shui. Right. And what 10 happened? is a good number. Yeah, yeah. So Marvel movie number 20, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Should I watch that? Absolutely. I said to myself going into this movie, self, self, go watch it for the podcast. Right. I left the movie going. That was one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. I loved the fight scenes. I loved the, the dance part of it. Like the, just, it was so beautiful and flowing and it, I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Go see it. Um, I, I'd pay full price. Yeah. I would. I'd yeah. do it and get some popcorn. Get some popcorn. Yeah. And so a large slushy. Totally. Who's stopping you? Nobody. That's right. All right, Sean. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings in theaters. Should I watch that? Definitely. Definitely. Go to the theater and watch it. Um, it's... Uh, I, I, I can't say enough positive things about it in terms of how well they meshed in so many different types of martial arts things that I have seen in other movies. I'm not a martial arts movie junkie. I know some people that are, that just love everything about it. Um, uh, I love the fact that in his room, there was a poster for Kung Fu Hustle. If you've never seen Kung Fu Hustle, you should watch that movie. Never seen it. But anyway, um, but there was so many different types of martial arts stuff. So many callbacks from other movies. Visually, it's a really beautiful movie to look at. Um, it's, it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie yet. It is. I mean, it's, uh, they do. I can't think of many, many negative things about it other than some story structure stuff, which when I think about it just makes me feel like I'm griping just to have something to gripe about. Um, but yeah, good on them. I'm excited to see where they take this character, what they do with this character. Uh, I think he can mesh well with a lot of different ones, and and I think we're going to have a lot of fun uh, with this character as he moves on, and with his friend Katie. I, I don't I don't know exactly what they're going to do, other than have her be plucky comic relief. I guess at the yeah. end she knew how to shoot a bow and arrow, so good. good yeah, on that her. was pretty impressive. But you know, and Hawkeye's retired, so maybe she can. <laughs> oh, didn't even think about that. <laughs> maybe she could jump in there and. Look at you uh, connecting the dots. Stuff. So yeah, um, uh, go see it. And I got to say, I was surprised. I was expecting to think, I, I, did, I like this way more than Black Widow. Did you like this? Oh, totally. Black yeah. Totally so. more than Black Widow. So it's not on, uh, this is one of the movies that's not on Disney+. Plus. I think I heard that they're going to drop it on Disney+, Plus in about a month and a half. Don't quote me on that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're trying something different. The movie, I believe, I heard on the radio, did $100 million over the weekend, which in wow. COVID is like crazy. Maybe that's a sign that we're kind of... How, how crowded was the theater when you went to go see it? Oh, I would say it was probably about 70% full. Really? Ours, went our, a, I, we I, went I on think, a Saturday. Oh, so. you brave. I went on a Monday. Yeah, I went Monday night. Yeah, it was, I'd say it probably was, mine was about 35% full, mm-hmm. but 
they were playing everything. An, an interesting phenomenon happened. So yeah, should I watch that? Yes. Yes. An interesting phenomenon happened after the movie was over because I looked at my phone and I said, what other movies are playing that are out there now? And every theater in my, where I live, I had seen every movie that was at every theater. Wow. And, and now this, that, that doesn't mean that, you know, I've been going to movies like crazy. I really haven't been, but there's just so few things that they're playing, you know, uh-huh. and I'm like old, seen it, you know, re- reminiscent, seen it, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But I mean, it was like, I've seen it, seen it. I was like, there's not a movie in theaters that I have not seen. Did you actually think you would be saying something like that six months never, ago? Never, exactly. yeah. never, never, never. Because usually there's some sort of indie stuff that's out there that I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go watch that, but it, it, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good way to go, Marvel. We liked it. Way to go, Marvel. All right. So what are we talking about next? Movie number two. All right. Movie number two um, with Wolverine. Hugh <laughs> Superhero <Jackman>. link. Superhero. <laughs> Look at us linking the heroes. This movie is called Reminiscence and it's currently in theaters directed mm-hmm. by Lisa Joy. And if Hugh Jackman and Wolverine doesn't ring a bell, I really not sure what I can do for you other than yeah. move on. Um, it, interestingly, if anyone cares, the first role in I am in um, IMDb for Hugh Jackman was uh, a television show in 1994 called Law of the Land. And was boy, in- has he come a long way from there. Was that an Australian thing? You think probably? Um, it might have been. Yeah. I don't. I didn't look that hard, to be honest. Yeah, you can see this on HBO Max too if you've got a, a subscription mm-hmm. to that. At least for the next month, <clears throat> I think that it's part of their same deal where they're like, for the first month the movie's <clears throat> out, it's also on HBO Max. It, it'll drop off probably um, at the end of September or something. But uh, but that's where I saw it. I didn't see it in theaters. I oh, saw okay. it. I saw okay. it on HBO Max. Um, I'm, <sighs> I, when it was over, I'm like, I'm curious to know what Janet thinks about this because. Oh, Janet has so many thoughts. <laughs> Indulge us. Um, Do tell. Well, well, and I'd also, just a quick shout out to the, the other two main characters, um, Thandie Newton. Uh, she plays his friend and partner in their business. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible, Chronicles, Chronicles of Riddick, most recently Westworld. Westworld. That's what yeah. I remember from was Westworld. Maeve, I believe. Was it Maeve? Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty strong in that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sometimes wish everyone could see the looks that we give each other. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Rebecca Ferguson is also um, the the third right primary character, the love interest, um, also in a Mission Impossible movie. I th- and she was in The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman in 2017. So what? Yeah. Really. Uh, that's what the IMDb it, what, says. Mission Impossible was she Tom Cruise's love interest? No, I, no? I don't remember. She was in remember. Rogue Nation 2015, and I don't. Okay. But she's reprising the character in Mission Impossible seven and eight. Yeah, I think um, that was. I think that was his his gal. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah. Um, she was also Rose the Hat in Doctor Sleep. If anyone saw that one, and she's <gasps> going to be. That's oh, what that's I remember where, her from. Mm-hmm. She was creepy as hell in that movie. Yes, she was. That's where I remember yes. her from. Because I I watched Doctor Sleep, going, okay, I'm just going to watch this, and that movie was freaky. I, I that was way better than I thought it was going to be. Anyway, and well, I usually and, don't like horror. Well, and. and 
anyway. and you know he's the little red rum right, boy. Right, okay, right. Okay, okay. It's the so, Shining yeah. sequel. Yeah. Yes, the sequel to the Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, Rebecca Ferguson, is also going to be in Dune. Um, All right. Two theaters. Quick offshoot because I know you're more yes. of a reader than I am. Did you read Doctor Sleep? Yes. Movie same as the book. Movie better than the book. Book better than the movie. Totally the book. Books better. Oh yeah. Did they did they hold true to the story or did they did they navigate I, away from the narrative like crazy? I think I think they navigated away, um, but it's been several years, so right. I would have to either reread. But the it movie and, narr- but, navigated way away from the book, did it not? Way, the Shining, yes. yeah. Yes. And is Doctor Sleep? It's a sequel to his book, not to the movie, right? So. Correct. Okay. We're sorry, folks. I had to digress for a second because I know Janet is no, she is most knowledgeable of all things books way more than me. So, well, in anything, Stephen King. Yeah. Pick up the flipping book. Dr. Sleep. That's where I saw her. I knew. Anyway. Yes. Creepy. IMDb is a thing, Sean. You should just look it up. The interwebs are your friend (laughs) collectively. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just, you're just going to sit back for a moment here. All right. I'm relaxed. There's a war that happened that no one explained to me. Ding. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Yeah, sorry. Wolverine and Thandie Newton fought in the war together. Now they work together. Mm-hmm. Didn't explain any of that. How this business came to be. Oh, uh, yes. Miami is underwater, practically, and no one explained that shit to me either. <clears throat> and... The development of this process that allows you to get into the same machine that put the adamantium into Wolverine in the first flipping place right, right. now allows a little less you, water, a little less water. Okay, yeah, agree. <laughs> less pain. Shut hopefully. up, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Pipe down. So you're laying in the water with the things on your head and the like. You know, I'm taking you on a journey. And so you relive your memories, but they're also projected for other people to see. And no one explains how they develop this technology. Right. Would would you want to go, even if it did help you relive a great memory, if you knew that it was going to be projected up on a screen for two other people that are sitting in a room that are going to see it too? Be like, I didn't see any hey, non-disclosure Sean, we don't see, you know, We're tired of seeing the second date with your wife. Anyway. <laughs> like, there was, I, I didn't see an NDA. No one, like, oh, no. I, anyway, anyway. Okay. And then it's like f- film noir. This, this yes. bland narration by Wolverine. Yes. Like, with no emotion. Exactly. Like, like, like he's a like he's a, a like a private detective in in the forties or something, right. and it's the dame walked in on a rainy the, evening. Yes, yes. As I, I was know, sitting there, <laughs> I didn't know the moment she walked in that my life would be changed forever. Right. Right. I'm like, what? What is happening? Okay, and then the dame does walk in, and you're like, ding ding, Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she's singing in the club and she's got the red dress. And it's like the only color in the movie is her Jessica Rabbit outfit. Right. Uh, now, they try 
they try to do a clever narrative thing towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie that explains some of the Jessica Rabbit stuff mm-hmm. because I can't even, it's a little bit convoluted and it would take forever to kind of explain it. So they try to give you some sort of an explanation as to what that is, but I don't, I, I again, I don't know if people thought that, Oh, Hugh Jackman's in it. So Hugh Jackman we, is awesome and everybody loves Hugh Jackman. So he'll save all. And we can just get away with but, doing this other dumb stuff yeah. that no one's going to think about. Yeah. Um, they tried to do so many things about talking about, which I'm sure it was meant to be like, okay, this was global warming and we killed the planet. And then they tried to do something about how, how unfair it was because you had the Uber rich that have advantages over other people because they could live in certain places. And, Mm -hmm. and so they tried to explore that Avenue. And it's like, they were trying to tell some, you know, like I said, some forties noir detective story, you know, in a dystopian future, yet also trying to have some sort of a message movie mm-hmm. about global warming, about, you know, wealth inequality, and also about, you know, what it means, to, what it means to have a good memory and, you know, what is a good memory and should we dwell on the past or should we move to the future? And none of it they did competently. It was no. just kind of like, no. We're going to throw all this cool stuff in there. They tried to do sort of a, did you ever see Memento? Yes. Okay. Where they, they tried to do sort of like this, tell the story backwards kind of thing. Yeah. To trace what? wherever she is or whatever she was. There was one part of the movie. There was one part that I thought was kind of cool, but unfortunately it lasted about a minute. And that's whenever <laughs> she was having a conversation with him not really a conversation, but she was saying things to him through a memory, yeah. knowing that he would go back and be looking at this memory. And I yeah. thought, okay, that was kind of cool, but that lasted, what, four minutes? Yeah. And, th- and then it was over. And then the ending. Oh, I. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? All over Bro. that. Okay. Okay. And I'm sorry. I am so displeased with the time and money that I wasted despite the good popcorn Yeah, that I'm just going to go and spoil something here for you. Cause yeah. spoilers ahead. It just pissed me off. So first of all, he decides that his future isn't worth anything. So he's going to crawl back in the adamantium water tube. Right. And spend the rest of his life in a memory. Right. Okay. On, on some sort of memory loop. Loop. Whatever. Right. So, Dandy Newton comes back, and it, it's like clearly a flash forward, because right. she's completely gray, and she's got a granddaughter, mm-hmm. and he's all gray. But then they show, oh. in the, show him in the adamantium water. Mm-hmm. If, he, if that was really what was going on, he would have no <laughs> muscle tone. He would have been shriveled up. He wasn't even pruny. He wasn't even pruny. That was so poorly portrayed. Like CGI that crap to make it believable after you put me through all this other stuff that you well, just put it me was through. special formaldehyde water that uh, gave, gave him nutrients yet constantly exercised his body. So <laughs> he looked like 
Yeah, because he looked like old man Logan from from the Logan movie, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. he's still kind of buff. Like he just got yeah. back from the gym and crawled into the adamantium right, water. Right. Just got some gray no. chest hair, and there you go. No. So, and his beard would have been a lot longer. Oh, it, yeah. What did she in, do? Come in there and shave. Oh, his I know. And then what did she do? Skim the razor, the ra- the, the the whiskers off the top, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't get itchy. <laughs> so he's not not flirting in a bowl of whiskers. Because <laughs> I mean, you know. Because he's still got to pee. He's still got to go to the bathroom. I just snorted. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, there was that. no catheter. Right. There, there was no... Medical uh, questions uh, need to be answered. Yes, they do. So... And I just... Anyway, I've talked a whole lot about this. Yeah, no, that's fine. So I mean, it's you please. said you said everything. And, you know, and, and I thought another message that they try to say about is it right or is it wrong is, you know, they use these machines in uh, legal proceedings to kind of get the truth out of people. You know, and that's kind of how these guys, it's sort of said, is this their bread and butter is how they sort of do their work is, you know, they, they go and. You know, apparently the dulcet tones of Hugh Jackman are the, what you what you need in order to to bring back memories or something. Because it seems like to me, all you need is a jab in the neck, a tube of water, and have somebody talk to you. But you know that they get criminals in there, and then they try to they try to explain legal proceedings like, oh, you can't talk to them about this memory. You have to talk to them about another memory. We we can't legally do that. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, no offense, I just snorted again. I'm still thinking about him floating in the whisker water. The, the whisker water. There's another. There's another T-shirt, Janet, for the merch store. Whisker water. What did they do? Just a question on the front. What did they do with Hugh Jackman's whisker water? I have to write that down. We could oh, we could bottle it up. We could bottle it up and put some dirt in or some whiskers in it, you know, and a label and say, "Here's some of Hugh Jackman's." Golly, this is going off the rails. Oh, we could sell it on eBay. <laughs> this is America. This is, that's all we got to do. Get an idea. By the way, this is trademarked. Hugh Jackman's whiskey water is officially trademarked and copyrighted. It's our idea. If anybody tries to steal it, we will. Pursue legal action. Oh, breathe. Gee, Janet, it sounds like Ooh. you didn't like this movie. <laughs> this movie. How many sucks. times did you check your phone? <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> I think I even like played words with friends at one point because there was right. nobody in the theater with me. There wasn't anybody in the theater. I was going to say, did anybody cry at the end or anything like that? No, there was nobody in there. Okay. I was the only idiot. Okay. Anyway. So, well, yeah, I, I don't. I, I just. I, all I had was my time. I didn't have at least I had any money out of it because I watched it on HBO Max. So, Whew. all right, okay. I think we're ready to call this. <laughs> I think we might be. <laughs> so, Janet, yes. the Whisker Water Container of Reminiscence, <laughs> starring Hugh Jackman of 2021. <laughs> Hashtag Adamantium. Hashtag Should anybody watch this? Never, <laughs> never in your life. This feels like a COVID movie. It, it's like, <laughs> no. Um, no. No. Absolutely. No. I don't even need to say anything else. No, no, no. Okay. Okay, Sean. Reminiscence, colon, <laughs> whisker water <laughs> with Hugh Jackman. Shall I watch that? Nope. It has one <laughs> cool scene 
And in order to get to that scene, you actually need the context of the movie in order to watch the cool scene for four minutes. So it's not worth it. So <sighs> no, no, it pains me to say that. I really does. I like <clears throat> Hugh Jackman quite a bit. I mean, I, I, most stuff he's been in, I've liked, but wow. Maybe he should have broke out into song or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he the bought a new house. water is itchy. <laughs> Please save me from the water. I don't know. But it was bad. It oh, was bad. So, like maybe they bought a house and he had a mortgage to pay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's just, you know, the script's the problem. I mean, the concept, I guess, is okay, but the concept's kind of sort of been done. It felt sort of minority reporty at times. Yes. You know, it, it, it felt sort of clockwork orange, I guess, sometimes. It's some, uh, so as far as future tech goes, I don't know. It's no horrible. So let's, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. All right. So the next thing we're moving on to is what? Ah, <laughs> uh, the protege yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Maggie Q, Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson. Batman. So we Batman. have a superhero connection on all of these movies. But yes, we do. Look at that, would you? Even with Samuel L. Jackson as Glass or something, is that his name? Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's also Nick Fury oh. in the Avengers movie. Jan, your nerd cred just went down two points. It really did. I'm, I'm still thinking about floating in the water. Um, That's right. So I would like to start with a lady, Maggie Q. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I just love her. Um, and if you're curious, her one parent was Polish, Irish, and one parent was Vietnamese. And she has got this beautiful, perfect skin, perfect face. Like she, she very she porcelain. Was, I mean, yes. she's yeah. She was in a TV series, um, Nikita. That yeah. ran from 2010 to 2013. I don't know if anybody recalls that. Um, I watched it. It was very good. She looks just like she did in 2013. I mean, yeah. she's... Anyway, a designated Survivor Fantasy Island remake. She was in an excellent series called Stalker that ran from 2014 to 2015. Live Free or Die Hard, Mission Impossible 3, another connection. Um, uh, she just kicking ass left and right is what she does. She's what she is an actress that has been in a lot of stuff that I have not seen. She she's probably one of the most prolific actresses in, of 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 items of which I have never seen. Really? Yeah, because Nikita was always sort of on my list a little bit, uh-huh. you know, because uh, because it's based on a, a movie which is a, which is a remake of a French movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always sort of on my list. Um, but honestly, the the stuff that I've seen her on. The only thing I've really seen her on is Designated Survivor, mm-hmm. which is a TV show, mm-hmm. and um, half of one of those Divergent movies, and I quit watching it. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't blame you. I do so, not blame you. You yeah, you need to go go Nikita or Stalker, both of those. Okay. Um, if you could watch, she's in Stalker. She is um, I think she's an FBI agent, I believe, who manages stalking cases. Um. Anyway, she's. Amazing. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, does he really need an introduction? I don't think he does. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give it. But Michael Keaton, I he's 70, in case anybody was wondering. Yeah. Um, and because he's 70, and because of the way she looks, there was a part of this movie where I was like, nope, not buying it. Oh, oh. 
now that two things surprised me in this movie and that was one of them and it was a huge mistake and it was the stupidest thing yeah that she should have done anyway um but it just for giggles michael keaton his first listing on imdb is mr rogers neighborhood he was in three episodes in seven, mm-hmm. 1974 and 75. Um, yeah, but he was Batman in 89, Batman Returns in 92. And then I saw The Flash is filming for 2020, and he's yeah, listed as Batman. They're, they're doing a – their Flash can run really fast. He can do a multiverse thing. They're doing some sort of a multiverse thing <gasps> oh. where, they're, where they're bringing him back. My uh, oh. And Michael Keaton, uh, Mr. Mom, uh, I love that movie. Yes. You not, do you not like Mr. Mom? Have I you, do. Okay. Yeah, you, had, I do. you had a look on your face like Mr. Mom. I mean, it's it like it. it, it maybe was, it, it, it hasn't aged quite well, but Mr. Yeah. Mom, I just, there's parts of that movie that I still quote with my family, South to drop <laughs> off, North to pick up, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it was one of those classic movies that I think played on HBO. Like whenever we first got cable TV and we must've mm-hmm. watched it a thousand times. And, um, and and Mike and and Michael Keaton has got in his heyday. He had and don't don't smack me, okay? But I know what you're going to say. He had a very Ryan Reynolds, I think. I knew you were going to say easiness that. to him on the screen that I think mm-hmm. you know, especially in you know the 80s and early 90s and stuff. That and I would admit, whenever they told me he was playing Batman in '89, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then I saw it, and I was like, okay. He's he's not bad, and uh, and this is from somebody that h- hates Tim Burton. And so, well, and, okay, S- slight aside. Who was the best Batman? Uh, Christian Bale, so far, because those are the those were the those were the most well done movies. I have high hopes for Robert Pattinson. Believe it or not, I've seen the trailer. I and do too. I think I, I think the tra- that was kind of an aside, folks. But hey, it's mm. our podcast. You're gonna let us do this. <laughs> I, I've seen the trailer, and I really, if they really do the sort of dark take that it looks like they're doing on Batman, I think it can be something really cool to watch. Yes. Um, uh, ben Affleck wasn't bad as sort of old man Batman. He wasn't bad, but wasn't bad. Uh, but Christian Bale, I I enjoyed those movies way more than I did the the Michael Keaton Batman movies. And of course I'm not even gonna talk about Val Kilmer and no. and George Clooney and No. You know. Don't even. No. I I think the Christian Bale Batman 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 movies mm-hmm. were more well done, but I would prefer Michael Keaton as my Batman. Yeah. But. I mean I when I saw the first when I saw Batman Begins, I was like, okay, the Batman movie's kinda dead to me now. I still yeah. love Michael Keaton. Yeah. But I was like, I love that take on it. And then as the movies went on, the only thing, the only gripe I have against Christian Bale is I think he went a little bit crazy with the voice. Yeah. Oh, bad man. I mean, that just, <laughs> that got, I mean, I think he got a little bit deeper and gravelier with it kind mm. of thing. Um, but, but, but yeah, that, that's for me. But, I, but, but I, I, Michael Keaton is, he's, he might be on my top 10 list of favorite actors that I've ever seen just because of the, the wide, the wide range of stuff that he's done. Yes. Well, and, and the fact, like you said, he, it's, 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 it's kind of that Ryan Reynolds thing because whatever he does, he kind of has his little spin on it. Right. Or he doesn't just deliver a line. There's 
an expression or a movement or something that kind of comes with it that makes you believe that right. he is who he is pretending he was, to be. He was great in the Spider-Man movie when he played yes. the vulture. Yes. And he, agree. you know, and he just, uh, and I love that scene, love that scene in the car when he's taking Peter and his date to the prom mm-hmm. and he figures out who Peter is uh-huh. and, he, and he says, Hey, hon, will you get out of the car? Uh, yeah. We're just going to have the talk. You know, I'm going to give Peter the dad talk. And then he just completely shifts over into yes. evil bad guy. And it's like, have you told her? And he's like, what are you talking about? He goes, okay, that's a no. He, I can respect that. I mean, and he, he just went to creep town, like yes. evil town, just in a heartbeat. <clears throat> and it was, it was just really good. So did you see him in Birdman? Yeah. Yeah. I, that was weird. There's, there's film aficionados that probably would say, Oh, the movie was so good because of da, 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 da. I mean, it was interesting because there was a whole lot of it that was supposedly the whole thing was done in one take where it looked like you were just staying with them the whole time and the whole mm-hmm. movie. They was some trick of cinema or something like that. I saw it once. I never, it never made me want to see it again. And I sure as hell didn't understand the ending. Yeah. Maybe. So, but yeah. I mean, he's, he's he, he's Beetlejuice to me. I, I think that oh, like there's nobody that could have been Beetlejuice like that. Tim Burton. Yeah. I, I don't I understand the fascination with that movie. I never I, have. Well, I don't understand. Like I'm not a Tim Burton person, but there's just something about the movie yeah, with I his, mean, his appearance and his. Over the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he did. It's a, it's, it's, I mean, I certainly remember it, but it's, I don't, I never understood the fascination with the movie, but again, Tim Burton is one of those people though, that it's like, I think people love him or hate him. That's kind of thing. But yeah, but protege. Okay. He plays a hitman, right? Uh, yes. And Maggie Q is Anna. She is also an assassin, um, rescued as a child and trained by Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <clears throat> and I, I was glad they go straight from, we found this little girl right to boom. She's a kick-ass adult no montage. Don't, don't waste my time on how we you trained her. I don't care. Have I you seen team ex- America world police. No, I have not. It's the South park <laughs> puppet movie. No, <laughs> There's a great, there's a great song in that movie. That's called, we need a montage <gasps> that I have heard. I think I heard it on rock 92 actually. Yeah. To show the passage of time, we need a montage. It's even Rocky had a montage. Okay, if my sisters, my sisters listen to this podcast, I've seen Team America World Police. It's hilarious. I don't recommend that you see it. If you do see it, don't think lesser of me because it's golly, it's anyway. Yeah. But right, you know, we jump right to yes, which grown I up, grown so up appreciated. Yeah, don't waste so my appreciated. time. Um, and it, it, the concept is basically she's an assassin. He's an assassin. He's like a mentor father figure right. to her. And, but he done some stuff in the past and somebody comes to a Colin s- seek vengeance on him. For yeah. he comes a Colin. <laughs> and then she decides to seek vengeance. Uh, upon- Open up a can. Oh, Yes. I mean, like she went, she didn't even use one of those handheld can openers. She went straight right. for like the, you know, electric can opener. I, that was 
going places and then it failed. Anyway, uh, so of course she ends up fighting with Michael Keaton, which I didn't quite buy because he's 70 years old and I didn't buy him in the fight scenes. Um, but she made up for it with all of the ass kickery that she did. I thought in the fight scenes and the, some of the chasing and stuff like that too. I, I, I felt like I could accept Michael Keaton doing what he was supposed to be doing because of her. Okay. Yeah. You got okay. You don't, you I... don't believe you don't agree with me. Do you? Okay. Um... <laughs> Have a sip of whisker water. We've asked whisker water. A recurring theme that comes Mm -hmm. up on our podcast is, okay, this is an action movie. What are you going to do different? Yep. It's a girl. Mm -hmm. That's supposed to be different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she's gorgeous. Runs around in a cat suit a Mm -hmm. lot of times. Like who doesn't, right? Yeah. And, um, the the entire movie was I didn't give a crap about anything that was happening. Really, I did not care what was going on on the screen. Really, yeah. I mean, I was like, okay, she can fight. Okay, all right. Okay, well, she she didn't really want that, right? It was a whole. It was all a ploy to really get to the dude, and oh, she can kill people like crazy, and you know. And I thought, cool. There's another song called "Cool Guys Don't Run from Explosions." And I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, she walks out of the house. Oh, yeah, she's walking slow. Oh, look, there's people behind her that are getting ready to shoot. And I was like, Sam Jackson's getting ready to shoot them. Doom, doom. Oh, they're dead. And it was like everything that happened, I kind of saw coming from a mile away. And then I was kind of thinking, okay, so, and forgive me, because I got 35 minutes into the movie and I was watching it. But I cared so little as to what was going on. I, I, I didn't know if Michael Keaton was somebody that was sent to kill her by the person that went after Sam Jackson, or if he was the one that went after Sam Jackson, or if he was the one that she was supposed to kill. And then there was a line in the movie that said something about, Oh, we either need to kill each other or we need to F. (laughs) And then I'm spoiler Maggie Q and Michael Keaton sleep with each other. And as soon as they did that, I was like, that's stupid. That he looks like a mummy and she looks like she's 22 years old. That was, I don't the care what, there's no amount of thing. sexual tension that they, that I felt no. no sexual tension between them. No. And when we got to the end of the movie, whoever the big bad was that got blown up, I don't know why we blew him up. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I couldn't follow. I, I I couldn't follow the story, and I think it's because I just didn't give two craps as to what was going on in the movie. Really, Where I was like, okay, say so they just blew some dude up. Who was that? And I don't care enough to rewatch it <laughs> to, to figure <laughs> out. I mean, it had some decent action, okay, but I it did not hit record with me at all. I, I'm not saying it's. A fantastic movie. It's not The Matrix. <laughs> it's not The Matrix number one, number 11. Zip it. Stand down. Um, but I, I guess I, I didn't go into it with the expectation that it was going to be different than anything else I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I knew that she was going to kick ass and Sam Jackson was going to say some funny stuff and then Michael Keaton was going to be Michael Keaton. And shit was going to blow up and I'd have some popcorn. 
Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe it I needed more Sam Jackson. I don't know. Maybe. And less Michael Keaton. I don't know. Well, less Michael Keaton and Maggie Q having sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, anyway. I don't, you know, I mean, and then I, what happened to, I mean, at the end. Okay. Keaton's gone. She lived. Is that, is that what I'm taking from that scene at the end mm-hmm. where they're both? Okay. That's, Whatever. Uh, you know, to me, a, a, a light gluten free setup for a squeakle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, if it was on Netflix in three months, I might put it on while I was watching dinner. I don't, well, I was watching dinner. While I was eating dinner. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it kept a decent pace for me for the you most can part. Like it. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying how dare you like it. It's just for yeah. me. I was like, I did not care enough to even keep up with what was going on in the story. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I was like, I don't even know who that person is that they're, that they're talking. Was it okay. Spoilers. <laughs> was, was, was the guy that he was at Sam Jackson was after, was he the guy that was responsible for the murder of her parents or her family? Why did he want to kill him? I don't remember. You can't even tell me. See, mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, so there you go. So that means, I mean. I yeah, it, it was just. I mean, I've seen all that stuff. I saw that, all that stuff in Black Widow and, you mm-hmm. know, with, with women in tight suits kicking butt. I'm like, all right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was, I mean, I'll never look at it again. So, yeah. But it's, yeah. you know, but if, I, but I guess if you want some, you know, butt kicking action, you yeah. maybe could do worse. Well, and to me, Thunder like, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you can. Yeah. And I, I honestly didn't even try to think about the plot necessarily. Yeah. Like, to, to me, it was somebody wants revenge. I tell you what, I need to go see some die. more Maggie Q stuff because that was, yeah. puts a bad taste in my mouth for her. So, I gotta, yeah, you really do. Cause I got to go see something else. That she she's can. great. She's great. Michael Keaton but. is great. Sam Jackson is great. So this is, I don't think this was even streaming yet. This was just in theaters. I think so. I don't think this was available. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So okay. Maggie Q, I like you. Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. I love you. Samuel Jackson, I love you. It's just mixed up. You don't. Yeah. I mean, that, maybe they should have got a different actor than Michael Keaton to play that role. Yeah, I agree. But and I but I also think like throw a Channing think, Tatum in there or something. <laughs> that I could. Could get I, could approve, I could approve of that. Yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. Um, or Ryan Reynolds. You just need anything. Totally. You need somebody to play Santa Claus. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> we need an extra to stand in the back of the. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So Sean, the protege 2021. Should I watch that? Nah. <laughs> Completely forgettable. <laughs> that was completely forgettable that was like there's not even any enthusiasm behind the no (laughs) i don't want to say it's worse than reminiscence but at least reminiscence sort of held my interest some even when i was like okay this is stupid but at least i was like i was following the story this one i just and it's not like this is a complicated story i just i just didn't care yeah anyway so i mean it's not I have seen 650 worse movies. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, everybody was trying, you know, Maggie Q, you're lovely to look at, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, you're just doing your Samuel L. Jackson thing. I get it. 
Yeah. Michael Keaton. No, it's just that girl's young enough to be your granddaughter. Knock it off. Yeah. That was kind of gross. <laughs> it was so, really no. gross. Yeah. So Janet, the protege yep. action mm-hmm. film, Michael Keaton, Samuel Jackson, Maggie Q. Should I watch that? Yeah. I, I wouldn't pay full movie price. Um, and if you're on the fence because you got a yes and a no, wait till it comes out on mm-hmm. Amazon or something and stay home and order some pizza and watch a skinny chick in a cat suit kick ass. Yeah, right. there you go. All right. So you're standing at the movie theater with your date. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing that they're playing that you haven't seen is Reminiscence and the Protégé. You're oh, going the to protege. see the Protégé. Dear God, the Protégé. Yeah. I'll probably even say the Protégé too. I mean, but I think what we've got from this is the movie you definitely should go see if you're yes. at the movie theater yes. with your date is Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten <laughs> that's uh, that's what we're going to get out of this. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm, I, I was I was I was thinking we both were going to feel the same about Protégé a little bit surprised. Reminiscence, I kind of feel uh, I, I figured we both were going to kind of pay yeah. that pretty bad, but. Yeah. Uh, well, was it? Well, maybe a little unsure about Protege, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, folks. So, uh, go. Marvel, good job. Um, come on, Wolverine, you can do better. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, once again to the podcast, we really, really appreciate it. You can contact us, as I said, at should I watch that two one at gmail.com. Let us know when you if you see Shang Chi and you like it. Let us know what you think. How does it rank in the realm of Marvel movies? Do you think it's upper twenty five percent like I do? I don't know, but let us know. We'd be interested to know. And uh, Janet, you're going to mm-hmm. continue on with your new venture. Yes. Good luck. Yep. Yep. I've already. I've been actually thinking about some dance routines in my head while we right. were talking tonight. So That's I'm very good. excited about this entertaining yep. and exercise as well to boot you can't beat that that's wonderful and you know so. putting that education to good use that's what i do that's right you're a quadruple minor minor mm-hmm. okay some yeah. other podcast you'll have to fill us in on what the other four are that will be interesting well sanskrit <clears throat> was one of them oh that's right that's about. right that's right yeah there's a so. line there's a line from an old movie where somebody said that they majored double majored in uh uh Eastern Chinese philosophy and cowboy movies. And it was called the <laughs> Yin, the Yang and the Bang Bang. <laughs> that was I from like a it. movie called American Flyer. Man, that's uh, why the cure for cancer could be in my head, Janet. And no, I have stuff <laughs> like that in my brain. So see just another reason that we need to continue to serve right. the people with this podcast. Who right. knows what's going to come flying out of your mouth. That know. could make a difference. But thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys later. Thank you. See ya. Bye.